You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. <coughs> and the Folk Alliance International held their conference in Montreal in February of this year. And it brought together hundreds of folk musicians from around the world. Uh, folk Alliance International started out in the US and Canada, it's North American, and then the rest of the world over the last number of years have got on board. So there are a lot of artists coming in from Ireland and those who are into traditional music from all parts of the world are, that has an Irish flavour. Um, Adam Adji and John Sousa are two of those musicians and uh, we've featured their music here on the show previously uh, they have a wonderful uh, collection they have two CDs out there and they're working on a third as I understand it and uh, Adam and John thanks a million first of all for taking the time to come and have a chat great to be here great to be here yeah um, starting out uh, you're, you came together and um, we won't get into the Irish side of it because I know you've been to Clare where you've been heavily influenced. Uh, where are you both from originally, Adam? I'm from California originally, from the Santa Cruz Mountains, born in San Jose, grew up there in the, in the town of Las Gatas, but up in the mountains where there are these beautiful oak trees, 100-year-old oaks stretching out around, a great place to run around, look under rocks, climb trees, and just immersed in nature and I lived there till I was 12 when okay. I moved to Boulder, Colorado. Okay, I have visited the Petrified Forest I think north of San Francisco and a very interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah, some of the very old trees there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And John? And I'm from County Monmouth, New Jersey, originally, <laughs> where, I, where I grew up and, uh, and uh, yeah, mostly played rock music and then moved out to Colorado about 17 years ago. Yeah. So what brought both of you to Colorado? Well, I, I was brought there for studies. I attended a small uh, liberal arts college called uh, Naropa University that had an emphasis on Eastern studies and arts. Um, but they also had a great music program. My first year there, I saw a West African drum performance that kind of blew my mind. And I was like, I want to do that. And in that same year, I discovered our, the local Irish session in Boulder. And it just was blown away by the, that music and the, the quality of that music in Boulder. Right. Yeah. Right. And Adam, what brought you then to? When I was 12, my family moved to Boulder in order that my sister and I could continue in the Waldorf schools. Uh, which is uh, a private school system really rich in the arts. It's the place I started playing my instrument mm. a little. And so we were fortunate that our parents wanted to support us in this education. And Boulder was one place in the United States that had a Waldorf school going all the way through high school. And so a sequence of serendipitous events as I understand it, Colorado is the healthiest state in the U.S. And I think is it Boulder? Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. It's the most great, the most activity, as far as I recall. And I think Boulder was considered the the uh, the hub of that. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Ev everyone exercises in Boulder, like all residents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, it is a great spot. I think National Geographic featured it recently as like one of the, the happiest towns mm -hmm. in America or something. Yeah. 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 So then, uh, when it comes to music and the introduction, what brought the two of you together? Well, we met through the Boulder Irish Session community uh, around 2003. You know, I started attending and playing and, and uh, I, would, I met Adam there. 
and shortly, you know, and within a year or two, we did our first gig together, and uh, just kept became friends and started doing more gigs. And we we were, yeah, we we were planning to move to Ireland right around the same time, not not as a joint plan, but like we both wanted to spend more time there. And uh, I, I, I signed up for a year-long master's degree program at the University of Limerick in Irish music performance. And that same, that around spring and summer 2008, we moved over there. And, uh, so that would have been under Michal O'Sullivan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, other good friends there, of course. I have uh, Blackie O'Connell. Yes. <laughs> uh, He's, he's one of our favorites. Yeah, yeah he's a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Peoples is yeah, there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's lots of tradition in every respect around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, that was brought you over there. What about you, Adam? You didn't. Yeah, I just I had made numerous visits to Ireland and kept feeling that I just needed to spend more time there. And yeah, it was fortuitous. I was headed over. I found a place to rent uh, in Ennis, and it turned out that John said, "Oh, it wouldn't be too bad to commute from Ennis to Limerick." And so we spent the the year there, uh, sharing this flat and adopting a, a cat from the backyard that lived with us, and growing spuds in the back garden. And <laughs> Things you time. couldn't do anywhere else in the <laughs> world. <laughs> now, one of the interesting things, we're chatting at the moment, and uh, we are at the Poker Lines International, and you may hear a little bit of music faintly in the background, uh, so there are artists tuning up and, and warming up at yeah. various times, so don't be surprised what's in the background. <laughs> so that time then, when you were in Ireland, that brought you to County Clare and brought you to the traditional scene in and around Ennis with Blackie and um, his dad uh, as well. Yes, I just met his dad for the first time on this past in this past spring. Yeah, right. yeah. So I haven't played music with him yet. But so when you got to Ireland and you were in around Ennis and the Clare music, it must have um, you you would have been able to see or hear the difference in that style of music as against what you would have grown up with. Uh, and, and then what you would have come even with the Irish community in, in Boulder because mm. uh, it's very distinctive yeah yeah it was it was so fascinating to be there for the first time and learn feel as if the music that I had been playing had just arrived home so in a way it was very natural uh, and it was I was still so early in being influenced I suppose that it it was, I suppose it felt less like a contrast and more just like a kind of homecoming and a ed- continuation of an education. Right, right. And you, again, you mentioned around Ennis, of course, whether it be the All Ground or some of the other venues yeah. around there. You can literally walk in with your instrument and um, participate and be welcomed. Very, so it's, it's a tremendous bridge builder in allowing you to meet people. Yeah, it really is. And yeah. We've been so warmly welcomed by so many friends there. Yeah, and when we go, but like just last May when we were in Ireland, it's just like we show up in Ennis and like we could be playing every night of the week if we wanted, you it's, know, it's and just like welcomed. And, uh, you walk in the door and say, I haven't seen you for a few weeks. Where have you been? Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's how Owen O'Neill greets, it, greets us, yeah, and, yeah. and other friends, and yeah. So when then, at what point did the decision happen to, to consider going professional? Well, for me, so I, had, I was studying music in, yeah. in college in Boulder, 
and I kind of just felt like that was the trajectory and so those years I graduated from first university bachelor's degree university in 2005 and just gradually started doing more music work teaching gigs were coming to me and uh, and even though you know Adam playing with Adam is one of my main projects I do play with other musicians in the front range in Boulder right um, yeah and it was just a gradual few year process and then when we came back from Ireland we started to focus more on the duo and like let's record a CD let's let's do more gigs do some touring and yeah so when did the first CD hit the, the airwaves the year it was it was released the very end of 2014 right. so it was it was like a decade in the coming mm-hmm. pretty much yeah. in terms of our playing together yeah and of course once you do that it gets the name out there it gets you the, the airplay it gets you through even now the internet and, it, and it's global yeah. yeah so as a result of the modern environment have you been in any way surprised at where someone may have reached out to you from? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 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 We, a, a fun story we, we enjoy. Our friends Jonathan and Gus Skinnis are at the cutting edge of the digital recording industry in Boulder. They, uh, Gus has a place called Super Audio Center and he records in direct stream digital which is a very high resolution digital recording technology and we had the fortune of working with both of them to record both of our albums and part of this was uh, getting connected with Sony International and Gus has friends there and it turned out that one of the tracks off our first album was preloaded on a bunch of their new high definition Walkman players okay. and so then just once in a while we'd receive a random email maybe from someone in Japan mm-hmm. who said oh I like your Irish music and, and just dropped us a note from having heard it on this player out there so yeah it's it's one of the joys I think of that aspect of global connection and talking in terms of the global connection where have you been able to bring your music that surprised you hmm. well I had I had a great adventure about two years ago studying at the University of Limerick um, back in 2009 one of my classmates was from Colombia okay. and she was a, she's a lovely Irish fiddler and uh, so I was headed down to Colombia for to do some spend some time with other friends there, and I went to the city of Medellin and gigged and just taught taught Irish guitar for a couple of weeks and uh, had an incredible time. And there's a whole Celtic music community down there, especially right. in Bogota and Medellin, and uh, so that was like an unexpected. Uh, international adventure right. yeah right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, it's amazing I suppose and maybe it's because there are a few cultures that are so old that there's an underlying commonality with our music uh, so that I guess there's the international flavor to it yeah yeah mm-hmm. So <coughs> then your first CD, you got it out there, and then you have the second one out since. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. The first one is called Symmetry. Yeah. The second one is Kill on the Guard. 
and um, we'll mention it again but if anybody does want to get their hands on those where can they get them? If they go to our website Adam and John which is without an H Adam and J-O-N yeah. dot com then we'll have our music there and links CD Baby is our, is, is our distributor okay. and so they're also out there through the common right. digital outlets iTunes and so on So yeah. let's talk about Folk, folk Alliance and Yeah Yeah <laughs> I think we both had an interesting experience last night. So, uh, first for you guys? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> say, but, and, uh, but uh, Folk Alliance International, as I said, it brings together musicians from all over the world. So you get to meet an awful lot of your friends. But it's a hectic period of few days for you. Because to give us an idea of what you're going to be doing, like this is morning after the night before, and it's now a little after 9.30, we're chatting here. And you guys were performing up until what time last night? Well, last night was an early-ish night, having ended at 11.30. Uh, but we then were very compelled to stay and listen to this friend and then that friend and yeah. then the next friend and it wasn't until about 3.15 in the morning that we turned in so it was a bit of a short night and but that looks to be the way of things oh so you got early you got the early shift we did yeah. we did but coming in these days we'll be up until 1.30 yeah, in tonight, the morning yeah. because as we're going to hear from some of the other performers as well is that the performances go on until 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, and it, some of the performers would be performing more than once, so it would be literally going from room to room. Yeah. yeah. Now, when we say from room to room, um, the interesting aspect of room is, tell us about last night's room. <laughs> well, well, we played two rooms last night, and the, the second one where we saw you, we, we walked in and it was literally like a small hotel room. You can imagine the two queen-sized beds there packed side by side with only about three, four feet of room at the foot of them and so we squeezed into the corner there and then people listening were just lounging around on, on the beds because that was about the only place there was sitting on the furniture and uh, yeah so there was, very a, there was a five piece band in there when we entered the room <laughs> that's right that's like right. cello yeah ukulele guitar violin I forget and, and it quite, it, was, it, was, yeah. it quite suited us because we love for our audience to feel relaxed uh, yeah. and, and be cozy and, and in, a, in an intimate environment. <laughs> well, the initial reaction was, are we in, are we in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I know. It's the first time uh, I would say it, it's not the first time I've seen music performed in a bedroom as such, but it's the first time at <laughs> what would be a, a conference or an international event like this, yeah. where you're bedroom hopping to different uh, to music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm surprised the pillow fight didn't break out at some point. Or, yeah. But that's one side of it. But let's go to the other side of it then is that there's, of course, there are um, showcases where you get to meet. Uh, well, you get to perform in front of the industry and agents and uh, concert promoters, festival promoters, and DJs, everybody else. So it's it's a tremendous opportunity that brings the industry together. I, I love that that coming together. Also, like you might be playing for someone who's uh, been in the industry a very long time and they might be just like lounging on a bed <laughs> very casually in, in front of you in the room and so there's a kind of informality about some aspects of it that I think lends to community building. Right. Yeah. Right. This, it's not your first 
FAI is. It is. It is. She is. Yeah. Um, so, what were your expectations when you when you were coming? We we for me, it's like I was pretty open. Like, let's experience this big conference and um, just just make friends and be open to new connections and share share what we love to do and hear all these other friends and new friends sharing what they love to do and, and uh, yeah that's kind of how it's going and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know it's about it's about I think this has been emphasized a lot but it's about connecting with people you know mm. instead of trying to get something out of it or you know I mean that things may come but it's really about being here and being in the joy of the spirit of of the sharing of music for, for me and uh, yeah. yeah and being in Canada uh, with the Canadian aspect to it uh, do you guys do much in Canada no, no. we haven't no, and we love we love we love French speaking places. We love France, and yeah. it's just a joy to be here mm-hmm. in this French speaking city. Yeah. And uh, but we'd love to connect with Canada more, especially for me, like especially the Northeast, like New Brunswick and Nova right. Scotia and yes. Cape Breton Island and Maine. I mean, uh, uh, Newfoundland. Yeah. yeah, and I know there are quite a few. Um, festival organizers and promoters here from Canadian festivals yeah <coughs> so it presents that opportunity that you might get on if you get on the Canadian festival circuit yeah because there's some great um, there are some really good Celtic festivals yes yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, in the US do you do the festival circuit or have you been able to get on it We've just been doing a little bit of it. There's a lovely festival out in Colorado called the Spanish Peaks International Celtic Festival. It happens right. in September. And Pure gem. It is. We've just had a great time being there a number of times over the past handful of years and meeting all kinds of wonderful artists coming from around the country and around the world. Right. And we're excited to break into the festival network more because... Uh, largely because so many of our good friends are, are there and it would just be a, a wonderful time to hang out together. Right, right. Um, so we should wrap up. Uh, I know time is precious and it's been fantastic chatting with you guys. It's been great meeting you. you I've, too, been, I've had both your CDs on the playlist for uh, quite a while and they, I, I look sometimes I go in and I have a look at the, the back ops and I see this I see the, the sim- I see your name there as it's just been played five or ten minutes earlier yeah. um, so it's good lovely thanks yeah. so much for the support yeah. we, we really appreciate yeah. it um, so give the coordinates if anybody is trying to find you between Facebook websites or anywhere else yeah so on our website is adamandjohn.com that's A-D-A-M-A-N-D-J-O-N.com and you can find us on Facebook by the same method Adam and John uh, on Instagram Adam and John so and then CD Baby out. just do a, a search for you guys yeah Adam AG and John Sousa uh, yeah. and yeah. we just released a new single of Breton tunes that people can find on our band camp and you, know, you so performed that last night it was yeah. really enjoyable mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. Good. Adam and John, thanks so much for taking the time chatting. It's been fantastic. Thanks, Austin.